don't think about oh i want to get on the stage that 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 just be faithful with the little and god will give you more welcome back to capture the thoughts if you have been following by now you know how we do we always have the most amazing guests on this podcast and today we're joined by courtney antipas a videographer content creator and christian hip-hop artist welcome courtney yeah Look at us creating our own sound. <laughs> yeah, you know, you gotta you gotta add them in just to to give a little spice a on spice. on the on the podcast. Exactly. You know? And so, my first question for you is: Is there an artist who kind of sparked your interest in Christian hip hop, who made you think, okay, this is something that I'd actually want to do? <laughs> yeah. I think there, let me say there were a couple okay. of artists. They're not one particular artist, but a couple of artists. And I mean, I'm probably going to reveal my age at this, but okay. I'm, bef- I'm before like the craze. I'm before like them. Like it's a safe it's space. cross movement, <laughs> <laughs> safe space. Cross movement was kind of like the 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 crew that really got me mm. interested in Christian rap mm. uh, because they they were just unapologetically hip-hop whereas a lot of the other guys prior to them they were hip-hop but still very like the gentrified version of you know like of rap it was it was soft soft it wasn't like hardcore like and cross movement kind of gave me that so i would say it was really cross movement but it led it was guys i mean couple of guys gospel gangsters no the verbs um grits john who's this guy john rubin like do you know the names i'm talking about i know cross movement there you and go now i'm revealing my age i don't know the other names that you're talking no, about no 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 i'm old school i'm old school <laughs> i'm old school gospel yeah so so um it was a couple of people and i think also just growing up in a faith-based home exposed me to these artists or this alternative type of uh, uh expression of rap um earlier on so mm-hmm. i was always kind of interested in it but yeah i can't say it was one particular artist no no that's cool that's mm-hmm. dope and just you mentioned growing up in a faith-based home so could you tell me more about your upbringing i mean uh-huh. what was it like for you growing up it was fun um i wasn't the typical good christian kid that used to just love going to church and stuff i think i was <laughs> when i say that i'm talking about like before my teens in my teens i, I thank god that he, he he captured my heart at around 15 because oh, that it, it helped me not get into a whole lot of nonsense should i say the mm. old i got but like from like six to twelve like I, uh, I, th- I was, I was a terror. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'd always, I'd always get disciplined after church because I don't know what I'd do at. The, well, I know what I'd be doing at church, but I just would be doing. I'd get up to nonsense. We would like try and jailbreak uh, kids' church and go hide and play by the cars. Like a couple of friends of mine. Like yeah, we were just a whole uh, a mess, but it was fun. I think mm. that's the thing. We had a an amazing time like everything that i did good and bad was within the safe space of of church church yeah 
Oh, yeah. really? Uh-huh. And how's it for you, like at home and at school? Were you also a little terror in those spaces as well? <laughs> uh, I, I don't think so. You'd have to ask my mom about that. <laughs> my dad, my dad. Yeah, but um, um, I, I would think I think I was a fairly good child. A fairly good child. And silence. <laughs> <laughs> and silence. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so how did you make the decision to commit your life to Christ? What made you decide to have a relationship with him? So, like, as I was saying, growing up in it, I was always surrounded by it. Mm. Um, you know, I, I was that kid who used to pray, again, because I used to get up to so much, like, nonsense, like, at church and whatever. But it wasn't... It was innocent nonsense. It was just mm. a child, boy being a boy, like climbing, you know, the, the cubicles in the toilet. Then you get caught <laughs> on top. It's like, what are you doing there? It's just like, you actually don't know. You're just having fun. And it's like, right, you know. So I, I was that kind of kid who used to, every time the sinner's prayer, we'd talk about the sinner's prayer, like, Lord, come into my heart. I would always pray it, always pray it, always pray it. But it didn't really mean anything to me at that particular age because I didn't understand what I was doing mm. and I didn't understand. I thought every time I did something naughty, it's like, Jesus, please come into my heart. I was naughty, you know, <laughs> like that. Um, but it happened at a youth camp that we went on and um, I can't really explain it. But you know, when they say like the Holy Spirit kind of just removes scales from your eyes, mm. you can, you get it. It's like you get it all of a sudden. Mm. And a week prior, I didn't get it. And, all of a sudden, I got it. I understood it. It made sense um, in a in a in a in a spiritual way, you know, um, what Christ did for me on the cross, and uh, that camp really transformed my life. Because from then, that's when I can say I know for sure that something happened inside of me, and God changed my heart, and that's when I became a believer. So that's pretty much what I can put it down to. There wasn't a particular thing that happened or whatever. It was just this camp I went to and um, I, I just finally got it. Mm. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. And so how did that impact your identity in Christ? I mean, you were a little terror before, but like what transitions, what changes ha- like occurred after that? I think you just, l- at first, I think it just made me a little bit more aware not of my sin, because I was always aware of that, mm. but aware of what Christ did for me to cover my sin. And my response to that uh, is then how I would live after that. Mm. You know, so I think I, I just became aware that I was accepted. I was loved. He laid his life down for me. Um, um yeah, it's just the simple basics of the faith that, you know, um, I guess we say should be basics, but again, a lot of people still don't grasp it. Mm. But I guess that's why you need the Holy Spirit to be able to grasp these things. But yeah, I just had a clearer understanding of that. And so thus working to be saved wasn't there anymore. Mm. It was, I am saved and my works are as a result of me being saved mm-hmm. but again remember this i had just got it so now it's like the process starts mm. you know sanctification process you want to call it that that's pretty much what it is i'm justified now let's walk this journey of sanctification so and i've 
pretty much been doing it ever since. Hmm. Yeah. That's good. And um, let's talk about purpose right now. Cool. Um, how did you discover your purpose? Oof, my purpose. Yeah. So when you say purpose, what do you mean by purpose? Let me throw this question right back at you. Okay. <laughs> your, your purpose, your God-given purpose, what God has called you to do, what God has called you to be. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Cool, cool. All right. Because why I ask that question is... Um, at this particular moment, I have, I think I'm, I've, I've, I understand them to be a bit, I understand it, and I understand it a little bit different to how everybody describes it. Mm-hmm. Not to say that people are wrong in the way they describe it, but mm-hmm. like, I just see it because I went through a bit of a transition uh, in terms of you want to say purpose, because. <laughs> <laughs> This is, I thought my I thought my purpose was to be an artist and uh, musician and mm. go and perform to masses all over the place and lift God's name up and and that okay what happens when that stops do you lose your purpose very good question so yeah <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about your journey of understanding purpose then okay yeah how 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 has it af- unfolded for you okay so I would say I would say that there's purpose or calling mm-hmm. and then there's expression of that purpose and the calling. Mm-hmm. So uh, we are all called like to submit to God mm-hmm. and glorify him. Like you can, people say it in different ways is the Westminster con- confession is this confession, but it's all, it's all the same thing. We are called to, uh, as the scripture says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. How do you love your neighbor as yourself? Okay, do to your neighbor, do unto others as you'd want them to do to yourself. And I'd want someone to, if someone has something good, I'd want them to tell me. So if I have the gospel, which is good, that's what I should be also telling, sharing people with people. So that is what I'm called to do. I'm called to believe his son. That's the work that he, he gave us to believe in his son. Jesus says that. So that's my calling. All of us have this calling. So, you know, when people say, I don't know what my calling is. No, you, your calling is very simple. This is what it is. Mm. The expression of the calling now mm. is what we mean by, okay, how do you express that which God has done inside of you? That which God has called you to do, like, which is to honor him and to, and to love others as, he, uh, as we love ourselves. Um, some is through music. Some is through the work you do, whatever it is like that day. So... I would say that's where I'm at now because cause it just it doesn't mean that if say for example you 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 play football and you're a Christian and then you retire at what 34 35 whenever these guys retire that your calling is done now it's okay you don't need to be mm. all the, all in with the faith now it's fine just put it put the faith to the side and then continue living your life however you want to live your life no it hasn't the calling still remains the same the expression of it will change because now you know not playing football anymore what what is that expression now and yeah so i think expressions change calling always remains the same and each and every single person has been called by god so Mm. it's just are you going to answer that call Mm. yeah so that's my understanding i guess of calling slash purpose um an mm. expression of that yeah 
And so how has your expression changed over the years? So my expression changed from... <laughs> like initially, weirdly, I was wanted to be an archaeologist. <laughs> <laughs> um, basketball, I was like, now nah, I'll be a Christian basketball player. When I was in high school, but then music, I fell in love with music. And music just really took over. And I think for me at the time, I, up until recently, I was like, music is it. It's not going to going to change. And it's been music from when I was, just say, maybe 15, 16. Uh, onwards, up until now. Um, yeah, in my 39th year, it's been music per se. But then, of course, recently... I mean, not say 39th year, but like recently in about past three or four years, God has changed it again. And, and it's been more of film content creation, uh, uh, aiding other ministries, creating content for them. Mm. Um, yeah. And, and I've just been enjoying it. And, and I found a just, I just, I, yeah. What can I say? I just, I love it. So it has changed in these ways. Mm. Yeah, still art. I think that's the the beautiful thing. But uh, of course, it has just just it just looks different. Yeah. Mm. So can you pinpoint the exact point, like when you decided, okay, I'm going to transition from the music to to the content creation? What made you make that move? Yeah. Was it something in particular, or was it just okay? I'm just sliding slowly into <laughs> this new thing. Yeah. I think God sets us up though. Um mm. I remember um around twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen, sixteen there. Let's put it there, like around there. Um we I was quite active uh with the music thing and we were travelling. In fact, yeah, from about twenty twenty thirteen up until about twenty eighteen there. We were very active travelling across Africa, um going to different places, preaching the gospel, performing, doing all that that stuff. Mm. Um but one thing that I didn't have was media, and I always was like, like if we if we just had somebody to follow us along with a camera, if we had our own cameras and we documented the stuff, then it would actually probably would have had greater impact, not just impact on the ground, but like impact far and wide, mm. you know. And I always thought about that. And, you know, it was just difficult. You're doing ministry, so it's not like there's a ton of money in it or whatever. There's enough, say, maybe for you to get to where you need to go. You looked after and you can say, hey, guys, I've, I've got something to bring home, whatever. But it wasn't like, oh, wow, amazing stuff. So we, didn't, couldn't, we couldn't even afford to hire a videographer to follow us or whatever. So I was thinking, no, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get buy a camera and then... I probably shoot my own music videos. Now think of the logic. Hmm. To shoot a music video, you kind of have to be behind the camera still. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering, okay, so you were in front and then you were behind at the e same exactly, time. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, uh, I mean, I know it's kind of possible, but it's, it's yeah, it's, it's just a whole lot of hard work. So, um, get the camera and then you realize, oh, wait, you need to learn how to use this thing. Mm -hmm. So just started learning and just... just gradually fell in love with it and um yeah got to a point where it's like okay wait um there's more to 
to film than just music videos. There's you can actually document things, you can document life, you can actually uh, um, document people's stories. You can, and that stuff started to to become more and more. I become I got more and more interested in that kind of stuff, and uh, it just gradually moved to that, mm. and then. Um, I think with the music thing, like around 2018, um, a lot happened uh, in the life of the person who was managing like these shows and getting us to go to through to these shows that he had to take some time off. Mm. So that caused also things to slow down. Also, COVID caused things to slow down and all of the stuff caused things to slow down. So you couldn't really be out there anymore. And um, yeah, just just by happenstance, or let me say by God's grace and His will, um, people needed video content, and all of mm-hmm. a sudden, I became useful, <laughs> <laughs> and it's been that way ever since. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, and so, tell me, what challenges have you encountered on this path, and? Um, if or how God has helped you to overcome those particular challenges. Mm, uh, this would be like in the film world. In the film world, yeah. Um, I, it's a bit difficult to talk about challenges because I generally don't focus on on them. I mean, you can... If you want to find a challenge somewhere, you're going to find a challenge anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, like it was challenging to get here. Mm. What was the challenge in Bato? There was a truck in the way. <laughs> but uh, you just move out the way you keep moving, you know. Um, there, there, there will be gatekeepers and people saying that you, you, you know, um, just I don't know, saying that you are unable to do certain things or you can't walk through certain doors or it's difficult to get in and all this but for me personally maybe it's because I'm not trying to get to Hollywood I'm not trying to get with certain NGOs and I'm not trying to do that stuff like I know my lane and um, I don't need to be I'm not doing this for money even though I'm getting paid to do it like money is not the goal or the, the 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 driving factor, so I'm not thinking about oh I need to get this this job or land that client or whatever. It's like I the clients that I go after, it's, they have to be have a meaning. They have to have a meaningful story if I'm gonna share it. And yeah, so in terms of challenges, not many to be honest. Um, yeah, I mean, I remember once if I if I can talk about uh, a challenge mm-hmm. that I a potential challenge. Let me put it this way: I remember once we I I got the opportunity to do a job in Vic Falls with uh, another pastor who was filming for Right Now Media, and um, while we were there, we were just talking with some of the other guys who had come up from from SA, and um, firstly, I was the only person of color on the team (laughs) and so um there was i think there was this subtle like does he know what he's doing Uh. you know 
but uh it's just something to say like okay cool you know uh i see i know what this is anyway i'm here to do what i'm meant to do i'm not here to to change your mind on how you view people you do what you do i'm, I'm gonna do what mm. i do and uh funny enough at the end of that that whole thing it was there was respect for each other so yeah a challenge is a challenge only if you you make it one i think if mm. you brush it aside know what you're there for know and this is about purpose know mm. what the purpose and the reason why i'm there and just focus on that and block out all the other noise then i think god has his way of 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 making it make sense eventually so yeah mm. mm-hmm. and so what is the most rewarding thing about what you do you mentioned that you're not in it for the money mm-hmm. or for the acclaim so what is the reward here mm. documenting beautiful life stories that actually change people's lives mm-hmm. and encourage other people to get involved with a particular ministry or or particular social cause or issue that's that's i think that's that's the fulfillment um that that uh, off off air <laughs> we spoke about this this video yeah. that recently that i uh, did and was screened yesterday in church of a uh, 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 lady who had adopted two kids and you know she just shared her experience and um just hearing that seeing people's reaction to that and then knowing that that may cause people to consider fostering or adopting or some sort of getting involved in some sort of way and knowing that you know down the line you never know that some kid is going to be touched by a particular person mm. uh not even knowing that what caused that person to get involved in that particular ministry was what you did as you know just this measly video if you want to call it mm. um um yeah and so i i f- i believe like it's one of those things that when you get to heaven and you see when god like shows you your works you're like wait what that's because of wait because i Oh. I was involved in that. It's mm. like, wow, Lord, thank you for, for, for such. So, yeah, that I get find fulfillment in knowing that what I'm doing uh, has greater value in eternity. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I think that's it. That's good. It's Sorry, I, I process when I talk, so <laughs> maybe I go on for a bit too long. Yeah. No, no, that's perfect. It reminds me of this um, saying that I came, well, this first I came across uh-huh. recently that, um, you know, what you do for Christ will last. Mm, and mm. so that that's that's beautiful. Nice. And just to backtrack a little um, to your hip-hop days, um, I cool. know that some of our listeners may be interested in hip-hop and rap. They might be lost, like, who's this guy? <laughs> Why is he to- he should be talking about music, not talking about videos. <laughs> I don't care about your videos. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> and they're probably wondering, okay, so this guy changed from rapping to <laughs> content creation, so should I also? Uh, I mean... Um, I don't know if we can say we have a Christian hip hop scene in Zimbabwe. No, we don't. <laughs> we don't. We don't. Yeah. And do you think that there's going to be there's potential for that? Do you think it could ever, you know, develop into a, a full blown industry? Hmm. Who am I to say no? 
because mm-hmm. if God so chooses to and decides that that be the case, yes, it can happen. So I won't say no, there will never be. Mm-hmm. What I will say is that for there to be one, mm-hmm. there has to be more players in the industry than just artists. Mm-hmm. I think when we were doing it, the it was there were was artists only, mm-hmm. and uh, and we would be the organizers. We would be the the everything. We would be the managers. We would be the the. I guess that's why I'm a content creator <laughs> now because that's we would have to do it all. We have to do everything. We would be the sound engineers. We would be the, you know, the producers. Mm. We would be everything, you know. Um, we need churches involved. We need sp- not sponsors because I think sponsors gives off a lazy vibe. Like, oh, we just need someone to sponsor me and then, mm. uh, no. We need businessmen, let's put it that way, people in the business sector to be involved in it. We need belief in it, you know. And um, I think where I'm at right now is I'm in a, I think I'm in a position where I can actually do something in terms of media. Like we need media houses like your revolts and your complexes, mm-hmm. but like Christian, mm-hmm. you know, because alt media is actually what is the thing now it's it's many people are not really tuning into the regular you know um normal channels or to to get their news or their or their music now like i know personally i don't even tune into any mtvs or whatever's to just to find out what's going on if i want to know what's going on i go online and okay there's as i just mentioned there's your revolts there's your uh, Rapzillas, this, mm. you know, um, um, complex and see, okay, this is what's happening, this is what's happening. We need something that's Christian like that there just for local, for local artists. The, the question is, is can we get to a place where we can be unified even though we, and celebrate our diversity? Mm. Because I think one issue that we have here is unity we think unity means uniformity so i'm mm. i'm going to be cool with you if you agree with everything that i agree with mm. you know and this is on secondary issues of course we can't mess with the deity of christ and all that but on secondary issues or i'm going to only mess with you if you go to church a b and c mm-hmm. or if you are not at uh, Papa Church, this or that, then you know what I'm saying. And there mm. are issues that we have to address, and they, 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 we can't just um, um, brush over them. But there has to be a, a place where we have unity within our diversity, as opposed to uniformity. You mm. know, because we must be the same. We must all talk about the same things. We must all go to the same churches. We must all be wrapped the same way. We must all think and act a certain way no no nothing we need to get together and say hey guys who's it all about jesus okay let's if it's all about jesus and if you're an artist who's all about jesus let's get together and be about jesus okay cool right we have videographers we have content creators we have documentary makers we have graphic designers we have managers we have uh uh, uh, what you call these people um promoters 
they all we all come together hey we'll do the shows hey we'll do the content we'll do this we'll do that we'll do that and that's how you get i think an industry going of which i don't even think we have in the secular scene well some hip hop it's there <laughs> but i think structures there's a few who actually benefit from from that structure but not everybody mm-hmm. so yeah mm-hmm. That's that's an interesting perspective. It would be great to see more Christian hip hop artists on the scene. Yeah, I think so. And uh, just to kind of mirror what is happening in the West, where mm-hmm. it's, it's really taking off now. Yeah, true, true, true. But now the question is: Is Christian is hip hop even the sound of the time? Because hmm. in the West now, um, another article I was listening while reading. And they were talking about how A&Rs and labels are not even looking for hip-hop artists anymore. They're looking for Afro-pop. Yeah. So the question would be, where are the Afro-pop Christian, hip-hop, Christian artists? Mm. Maybe we... Because ultimately, like, music, when you think about it, the, the, we shouldn't be... Um, how do I put it? We shouldn't be so concerned about the form of communication more than what has been communicated. Mm-hmm. And so, um, for example, if I go to China and I want to preach the gospel in China, I cannot preach the gospel in English. I have to speak what the Chinese are speaking. It's the same thing. If, if the people are listening to Afro beats at this particular moment, it might be best to get on that Afro beats wave and speak to the people because that's what they are accepting now. So that's my question, you know. Uh, where are the local limo blazers? Where are those guys? Mm, would love to see more of those. But then how do you maintain a balance between being true to yourself and your art form and actually doing what will be well-received by your audience? Mm-hmm. So I would say that um, being true to yourself is is again um, if so. Let's let's backtrack. If the, if the say Afrobeats is not your thing and you are a hip hop, you are a hip hop artist. Be the hip hop artist. No one's saying don't do a song or two that is that's the popular sound at the moment in order to connect to people. But if they do actually buy into that, then you can give them the rest of you on your project or album or whatever it might be. But when I say, where are the Afro, like where are the actual Christian Afro beats artists? Mm. You know, you have guys like Wadiwa Music. He has been true to himself. He's a dancehall and reggae artist and that's what he does. Mm -hmm. You know, he hasn't changed because, oh, the the times want this or the times want that, but that's what he does. Where are those guys? You know, where are the young guys who are jumping on the whole Afrobeats vibe for Christ? Mm. Just like how, again, like I'd use Limo Blaze, like what Limo has done, you know. And, um, I mean, you know Limo Blaze, correct? Of course. Yeah, of course. I mean, young <laughs> Nigerian dude and he's signed to reach. Why? Because he's authentically himself. Oh, but at this mm. particular moment, his sound is what is working worldwide. Mm. So, yeah, I, I just think we are those guys who are doing it. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. We'd love to see that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
And so as we draw to a close, um, what would you say to someone who's trying to figure out their identity, um, their purpose, or, or as you would say, their expression of purpose? <laughs> mm, mm. I would say you firstly got to just be stuck in God's word because mm. that's where uh, it will all make sense and that's where it comes from. And then secondly, you got to look at what you love doing. Hmm. It doesn't have to be something that people love you doing. It's what you love doing and what you good at. Um, some people might be great at teaching. They hmm. don't know or like they're always drawn to maybe kids church or something like that. Hmm. And it's like, but I don't know what my purpose is. May- maybe your purpose is to actually, uh, well, your expression of that purpose is to uh, uh, do something with kids, you know, um, you may have people, and I won't mention names, but uh, you have people who will work at schools and stuff where you cannot openly talk about Christ. Mm-hmm. But you as the Christian being there, you can bring a different perspective, even though you might not be able to say anything about Christ. But your the way you teach, your lifestyle, how you model, you know, being a teacher could actually do something in those kids' lives, where they say, you know what, mm. this teacher was different. And only later on, they see to say, oh, wait, that's why, because this teacher was a believer. Or they see you years later at church together. And they're like, hey, wait, so-and-so is also a Christian. That's why she was a different teacher. Or he was a different teacher. So you you just never know. I think it's about being faithful with what you have. Yeah. You know, as opposed to, because um, again, I think when we think of purpose and what God has called me to do we think of it in uh, uh, with a with a somewhat carnal uh, approach mm. now we think of like especially if you're like an artist we think of stages lights people like mm. what Lecrae and them do I'm gonna be that and mm. it's it's actually not about that that is just the fruit of what he already is inside of his. God is allowing him to be on platforms like that there because mm. his heart is in a certain place. Mm. But your heart is wanting the platform. Your heart is not after him. Mm. So how is God going to put you in front of people like that there if your heart is not in the right place? So I would just say, just stick in a word wha- and just look at what you're good at and um, just start developing that and don't think about, oh, I want to get on the stage, that, that, that. Just be faithful with the little and God will give you more. Mm. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Sorry, I've just been rambling. <laughs> no, not even. We picked up a lot of nuggets. So I this was so. this was really good. I hope so. It was a pleasure to be here. Uh, it was it was a pleasure to have you here and this was really fun. So Wait, before you go, mm-hmm. what is your purpose? Oh wow. Your expression of purpose. My expression of purpose. Yes. I believe it's to create content that uh-huh. honors God, uh-huh. that glorifies God. And that's what I'm doing now. Awesome. Ask a lady, she gives you in 30 seconds. Ask me, it's like what? <laughs> 40 minutes? <laughs> it's uh. simple and straightforward. <laughs> no, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Thank you for taking out the time to talk to us. No, it's a pleasure. And thank you guys for listening. Until next time, stay safe. Goodbye. Peace.